Views and followers equal millions of dollars, right? Wrong completely false. Today I'm going to break down the seven myths that are holding content creators back from making millions. And if you're just starting your content creation journey here in 2024, I'm going to show you the steps you should take to even beat the guys that have millions of followers. Because at the end of the day, views, likes, and followers do not pay the bills. Sales, revenue does though. Myth number one, ad revenue and brand deals are my golden ticket as a creator. That's completely wrong. Think about it this way. If you remember the adpocalypse out when PewDiePie said the funny N-word, advertisers pulled out and a lot of creators actually went broke because they only had one income stream and all of the brands left YouTube. So the main income source for most creators, brand deals and ad revenue dried up overnight. So the ones that were relying on that died and the ones that actually use social media like what it actually is a gold mine for traffic to funnel into their actual business. Those are the people that not only survived in that time, but they thrived in that time, which is why I fully push selling courses as your true gold mine as a content creator in 2024. Myth number two that builds onto that is that courses are just super scammy. They're an internet scam, aren't they? Let's talk about genuine value versus fake sponsorships. So I was actually watching, and I love this guy, his name's Moon. I was watching this one creator and he was talking about how content creators are all sellouts. They're evil, they're stupid, blah, 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 blah. And they're not genuine to their audience. They don't serve their audience well. And then he rolls that right into a world of tanks promo he runs that into a promotion that completely kills the point that he's trying to make losing his integrity with his audience in fact i stopped watching after that because i knew oh he's just saying stuff he doesn't actually live it people see through your promotions they know that you need to do these brand deals to actually create content for them to survive to give out this content for free. But at the same time, if you're going to do that, if you're going to go down that route, which isn't impossible, I know so many creators that make millions of dollars a year off sponsorships, you need to make sure that your brand deal aligns with your brand. And if not just aligns with your brand, aligns with the video you are creating. You see Mr. Beast, he adds all of his brand deals into the video. It's part of the challenge or it's part of the actual video itself so it feels authentic social media is about authenticity which is why when you see hollywood channels like brie larson even the rock you don't actually see them gain a shit ton of subscribers which you think they would because they have billion dollar blockbusters in the theater and they're so well known why don't they grow well it's because they lack authenticity and relatability which is what social media is built on if i've known anything about watching youtube for one to three hours a day for the last 20 years before bed, if I know anything, is that as soon as I feel someone is corporate, as soon as I feel like someone's recording from a script, I immediately stop watching because YouTube is separate from TV where YouTube, it's about real connections with real people, which I'll get to later when I talk about building parasocial connections with your audience. Now, let's get back to courses and why they're not so much of a scam as you think. In fact, courses, one, as a creator, they're one of the most lucrative sources of income you can get, and that's what attracts most people to them. But the problem with courses is that 
they are related to scam artists. They're related to gurus. When I say the word financial freedom, what picture comes to mind? Right, right, beach? My students are earning six and even seven figures working from their laptops from home. I was able to go from being completely broke in debt in university to making over $86,000 in just my first 60 days. Free training. Join our completely free training. But for example, do you think Alex Hermosi is a scam artist? Do you think he is just a guru? Absolutely not, because he has integrity behind his brand. But do you know how Alex Hermosi actually got famous? He got famous off of selling courses to gym owners. Now, you might not know this because in every interview, in every podcast, which I've known Alex since 2019. So... I've seen this guy blow up, but in every podcast, any interview, he's very specific to say how he generated his first cash sum to go ahead and build that into his $300 million a year empire right now. It was from Gym Launch selling courses, but he calls it a licensing program. And he makes very sure if you look at any clip of him talking about courses, him selling courses, he always says, no, 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 it's not a course, it's a licensing program. But he sold that licensing program for $16,000 a pop, and then the back end of that was about dollars to $50,000 per year. That's why he was able to sell a minority share of Gym Launch for forty dollars to $60 million, because of that. Another reason why courses are one of the best models is because you can have full integrity behind a course, because you create it like you are not just an affiliate of someone else's product for a brand deal you are actually in it it's yours right so you get the main cut because you're not splitting this money with anybody else for one and two you get to respond to your audience's questions their problems by creating custom solutions for that and if you're not the one that's standing fully behind that i don't know who is so i feel like that has the most integrity as a creator and to the highest lucrative advantage as a creator. As Warren Buffett invests, as everyone knows, Warren Buffett's the world's best investor, is he invests in unique, expensive, sticky air. So just USA, right? Courses are exactly that. They're unique because they have the brand of the creator. They are expensive because you can price it as high as you want. You know, I worked with Cole Gordon, fastest growing sales trainers in the world, and he sold his course for $24,000. He only had a business for 24, 30 able to scale to 40 50 million a year because he could price it so high because of his brand sticky because without the information they can't solve their problem and air because after you create the course once it doesn't cost you anything if you're going to make like our creator clients you're going to make 30 to 50 to 100 to 200 thousand dollars a month with this thing it is a cash generating machine that is full of integrity if you take brand deals and you shill them because you got the bag and your audience sees that it is not aligned with your brand not aligned with your integrity not aligned with your character that hurts your brand that doesn't help your brand selling a course that is integral to your values and actually solves your audience's problems while making a sustainable profit allows you to be fully in integrity in your brand and your brand equity so the relationship with your customers and your audience actually goes up, it does not go down. This is why if you want to become a millionaire content creator in 2024 or maintain or grow that in 2024 as a content creator, you should be selling your own course. And full recommendation, don't call it a course. 
call it a licensing program, call it a workshop, call it something else because the association is gone. It's like when vegans had a bad rap. If any of you were in those animals position, I'm sure you wouldn't want that to happen to you. If your oppressor has a choice, you would want them to choose the choice of non-violence and peace. What about plants? Do they have a choice? So they just called it plant-based, right? And plant-based stuck ever since, even though it is just vegans. That's it. Myth three, which is single platform focus. One platform is enough for success, right? Wrong. Omnipresence is the new norm. Let me show you why. When I used to work with billionaire Grant Cardone, he had this saying within his team, which is sales statistically happen because they had hundreds of thousands, if not millions of leads per year. They found that sales, usually high ticket sales, happen between five and 12 follow-ups. That stat was a little before five years ago when TikTok invaded everyone's mind especially in the pandemic where TikTok grew to the fastest platform in the world, actually what happened is that people need more stimulation now to make a purchase. They need more because they see when they do shorts, they see so many different creators they could buy from that they could be a fan of, that they could build a relationship with. So you need to work double as hard to go and get the sale because people's minds are fractured now. Back in the 70s, people were exposed to 100 to 500 ads a day. Nowadays, it's up to 10,000 to 14,000 ads per day. So you need to be the one building the relationship with your audience, not all the advertisers. You don't know if your audience is all on TikTok, all on YouTube. They listen to podcasts when going to the gym, like me, or they are on Pinterest, or they're on Snapchat, or on Instagram, all this stuff. I'm not saying you need to post on every single platform, but if you can, using a tool like we use, called Metricool, you can post on all the major platforms on the exact same time. Anyway, my camera died, so I'm gonna go and talk to this camera instead. Myth number four is no one can capture my editing style. This is very incorrect because you see the best creators on earth, they have teams of editors. They don't just have one editor. Over the last year, I've had 20 full-time editors, full, full-time, strictly doing short-form content for me. You can replicate the style of any editing. You just haven't spent the time to show it. I believe fully that humans can learn any skill for me I started in graphic design on a Call of Duty team when I used to play 10 to 12 hours a day. And I started there. And then my team said, oh, I need editing skills. So then I learned Camtasia and I learned editing. You know, that's not the best as Premiere, but whatever. I learned graphic design. So I learned Photoshop and Canva. I needed to learn data analytics. So I learned Google Sheets and how the formulas work there. I needed to know automation. So I learned Zapier and Pably. I needed to know how to use APIs. So I learned a little bit of Python. I am a true creation of self-taught. In the same way, you can teach your editor how to edit the way you want. For me, I trust my editor more than I trust my own editing skills. So I let him do it. But we talk about the styles that we want to replicate. Leverage is what you want. Editing, it is high leverage because it creates retention, which creates viewership on the videos because more people watch the end, the algorithm pushes it, and that creates virality. But problem with that is if you're the one doing it and you might be spending a week, it's higher leverage if you get an editor who spends his whole life doing that and is better than you at it, 
and you need to have the humility to say, yeah, this person is better than me at this. You need to go hire an editor and do that as soon as possible. I knew I couldn't scale on YouTube without one and you need to do the same if you are editing every single one of your videos. Frankly, it is a waste of time and you can teach any part of the process to someone else. Myth five, solo success. This is where you say stuff like, I can take on giants like Disney and Netflix and Mr. Beast on my own. That's completely fucking wrong, especially in 2024. Your team is your superpower for growth. And this builds on to the last point because it's about leverage, right? On the bottom of the leverage pyramid is labor. I learned this leverage pyramid stuff from my buddies Naval and Hermosi. When they told me this, this is how it goes. Frankly, this stuff changed my life. So is on the bottom. This is people, your team. This is how you can replicate yourself. And another thing to add about leverage is that this is the reason why the rich people and the top creators, why they exponentially win and not why it's a linear growth curve. It is a hockey stick curve. When you talk about straight production, the top of the pyramid, which is what I am doing right now, is content and code. Facebook is only as big as it is, is because they don't have as much expenses. They just have to pay for server costs and maybe developers. They don't have to pay for a service they're providing you. And content, this is what I'm doing right now, is that I can record something once, same with a course, I can record something once and it can be consumed for hours and days of time out years into the future where I can turn someone that's a stranger to me to my friend, to a parasocial relationship that can go and get value from me by taking my free advice, but eventually become a customer that I can go ahead and help on the highest level because people pay to pay attention. People invest their time and their money to get the results that they want in their life and you need to be the guiding force to go and do that for them. Speaking of being with a team, that also goes with being with a community. Now, I used to be a complete loner, lost all my friends after high school, turned into this stoner degenerate that played Call of Duty for 10 to 12 hours a day and dropped out of school, black sheep of my family. It wasn't until I found a community, I found a team, I found people that would hold me accountable, that's the biggest piece, to actually setting deadlines and hitting them, increasing my integrity because what I say is what I deliver. This is exactly why I made the Course Capital community because this these are also content creators that want to get rich, become millionaires in 2024 with everything that I use to make $10.3 million in course sales in 29 months by the age of 22, everything's in there, the whole blueprint step-by-step. Step. So if you wanna join the Course Capital Community 2, which people are usually paying over $3,000 a year to get inside or $300 a month, for the first 50 people we're giving this for free because we want to get creator clients using our softwares and services inside, which we will be promoting. So don't join if you're not cool with that. So we're giving 50 free tickets before February 23rd, 2024 to get inside for free at free.creatorjoy.net. If you're watching this after Friday, February 23rd, 2024, or all the tickets are all taken, again, I'm sorry. You'll have to keep watching my videos for when I promote this again, if I happen to promote this again. So go to free.creatorjoy.net, you'll see 
It's a simple email opt-in on screen and you can go ahead and get one of those free tickets for yourself. All right, back to the video. Tech is too hard for me. I can't do tech. Most creators that I work with say, tech is too hard for me, right? I give up on tech stuff. And for me before, I was a complete tech dumbass. I didn't know how to even use a Google Sheet. I didn't even know what Slack was. I didn't know what Zapier was. I didn't know what APIs were. I didn't know how to use AI. I thought it was too complicated. It wasn't giving me the outputs that I wanted. So that's completely wrong. Here's the reframe that I took that got me to the place I am with automations and AI and knowing how to build websites, do copywriting, all this stuff, all these skills, is that today's tools make tech accessible for everybody. Now, what do I mean by that? So when I don't know something, so for example, I learned ChatGPT and how to use APIs recently to do software tasks. I don't know Python yet. That's one of my goals this year is to learn Python. When I don't know something, I didn't know how to use this one scheduling software, Metricool, with my automation software, Pabbly. And so I go on YouTube and I type how to do this, how to schedule from Pabbly. How do I find the Metricool API? What do I do, right? And I search that into YouTube and I look at not just one video, I go and I open links to one, two, three, four, five videos until I understand. You see, that's the difference is that before I spent $60,000 on courses and I would watch them, but I wouldn't take action or I would watch them and I wouldn't implement. You don't need to read hundreds of books a year. You don't need to read a book a week. You don't need to listen to every audiobook or every podcast or every course, you'll need to do that. The secrets are in plain sight, guys. If you like an ad, this is what I do. I go and I screenshot it and I put it in my inspiration deck. I've learned so much more, like 80% more, just looking at the world and saying, oh, this is how they are selling me. We're in a capitalist society. So I should go and copy that. I like that, I wanna do that myself. I've gained so much secrets by just reverse engineering these people because the sales pages are live. Apple.com is literally a sales page and how they generate trillions of dollars in market value. Myth seven, shorts are enough for brand growth. This is completely wrong and you can see this example. I believe it was VidCon 2021 or 2022 where there was a creator that had a small following under 100,000 followers relatively speaking. And there was a TikToker that had millions of followers. The YouTuber had full lines, full of people that were ready to see him, ready to go and get autographs, ready to take pictures, videos, etc. because they loved this person. But you saw the TikToker and you saw empty lines. It was terrible, but it showed the lesson that depth with your audience counts more than breadth, right? So. Even if you have 2 million, 3 million followers, that doesn't matter nowadays. It matters, did they watch your video? Did they engage with their video? your video? Did they watch to the end? How much of your content catalog did they watch? That's the biggest deal in the whole thing. So there's this one study I love citing, which is, I remember my friend Alex Berman, he told me this, is that it takes four hours of content consumption, not creation, consumption from the audience to build a parasocial relationship 
with the content creator. Now, why is that statistically significant? When I worked with Jason Capital and we had a ton of brands under our umbrella, is that we found, funny enough, he had less of a following on YouTube or podcasts. He, he barely had one, but he knew that per podcast listener, he made more money and per YouTube viewer, he made more money than his 2.5 million follower Instagram account. Why? Because when you build a relationship with someone, that takes time, right? And especially in this TikTok-esque landscape, you need to stand out by doing longer videos, okay? The people that can handle longer attention spans like that, one, they build these parasocial relationships, which, which just means that you don't know them, but they know you and they can think you're their best friend, even though you don't even know they exist. The creators that have the most parasocial relationships with their audience will gain the biggest market share because Mr. Beast is competing with Hershey's. You have a couple competitors in the chocolate space, but you have no emotional attachment to them other than nostalgia. Like, I like the taste of this. Then you go Mr. Beast, you're like, oh, I love his challenges, I love his videos. I've watched hundreds of hours of Mr. Beast videos. I love this guy, like, I know him as a friend, as a person. And you see in a supermarket, Feastables from my friend versus Hershey's from a corporation, which one are you gonna pick? Honestly, speaking about connection, the best way to build connection and this scalable trust with your audience that can take your views and convert those views into dollars and money in your bank account, go ahead and watch this video over here that's all about how I made $10 million with chat closing because I think chat closing is the best way to build connections with your followers and convert that into money. So go ahead over here and watch this video about how I made $10 million by the age of 22, chat closing.